Hey y'all, Erica here. I hope you enjoyed our episode on Heloise and Abelard. While I knew a very brief version of the story, I had not gotten the very full, very explicit picture. If you haven't listened to the whole episode yet, please do so now. This supplement is just a little dessert, an extra sweet at the end of the main course, but it will have spoilers. You've been warned. So let's open up with Portly Love. It came up a lot in my research and I got really hot under the collar about it. I had learned this term in music school and the definition I had learned was roughly a man of lower rank forms an emotionally or sexually heated, although unrequited and unconsummated, relationship with a woman he could never have, be it rank, marital status, or situation question mark question mark. The relationship in some ways gave the woman agency in how the relationship went because she theoretically had more power. This connection was perfectly acceptable because of the lack of physicality and would serve as a purer or higher love where sex was forbidden and sinful and beneath our two participants. Perhaps this is a more modern understanding, and please, <laughs> when I say modern, I mean late medieval or very early renaissance, but this was my understanding. So let's hear from someone who actually has some academic authority. First, the Oxford English Dictionary says, Courtly love is a highly conventionalized medieval tradition of love between a knight and a married noblewoman first developed by the troubadours in southern France and extensively employed in European literature of the time. The love of the knight for his lady was regarded as an ennobling passion, and the relationship was typically unconsummated. Alright, that in a thousand right now. So Britannica says, because you know I love the Britannica, courtly love, French amour courtois, in the later Middle Ages was a highly conventionalized code that prescribed the behavior of ladies and their lovers. It also provided the theme of an extensive courtly medieval literature that began with the troubadour poetry of Aquitaine and Provence in southern France towards the end of the 11th century. Today, courtly love is a practical shorthand for an understanding of love that according to some scholars came into being during the Middle Ages, and that consisted a revolution in thought and feeling, the effects of which resonated throughout Western culture. The courtly lover existed to serve his lady. His love was invariably adulterous, marriage at the time usually being the result of business interest or the seal of a power alliance. Ultimately, the lover saw himself as serving the all-powerful God of love and worshiping his lady saint. Faithlessness, in this case, was a mortal sin. Okay, again, wasn't terribly far off. Now, you may be wondering why I was so heated earlier. Folks were citing that Heloise and Abelard was a courtly romance, and I just, I find that categorically untrue. So let's look at the facts and the requirements. Heloise cites that she is beneath Abelard, which is a role reversal from the normal courtly love arrangement. Number two, the courtly lover existed to serve his lady. Well, again, a role reversal because I really don't think Abelard worshipped anything but himself. Big all caps unconsummated. Well, <laughs> obviously that is out the window with our lovers. 
Four, sex is secondary to the pursuit of one another. Again, that's just not the case here. They were lovers first. Even Abelard cited that his work suffered because of how much they were engaged in <clears throat> non-academic activities, right? So number five, one party was married. Note, they ended up getting married to each other, although it was a secret marriage. It was still a marriage. Number six, unrequited. Again, these lovers were intimate, married, had a child, until they took oaths to the church, and of course his <clears throat> calamity. There was nothing, quote, untried. Yeah, they said that. Nothing untried. Their minds could think it up. They did it. Now, I can see how some later literature may have been able to fudge the facts and categorize it in such a way, but for this chronicler, I can't put my rubber stamp of approval on it. If I had to classify the romance, it would be a very clear star-crossed lover situation or an ide fixe, more colloquially known as an all-consuming idea or obsession. And that, my friends, is that. Come back next week for some more pithy historical content.